Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. Just a couple of things this time. Let's talk about some jobs and who's got them and what's going on with uh, personal savings. Update in current estimates of the third quarter of GDP. We went from 2.0 to 2.1, which 50-50 chance it was going to go down a little tiny bit. Minor adjustments. We'll know more about what the fourth quarter looks like in another month or two. Unemployment initial claims down below 200. The, some of that seasonality that will adjust back up first part of the year. Oil went way down on the fears of another overreaction to this latest round of COVID. If they think the airlines are going to shut down, price of oil plummets, and it did. It was horrible timing to start releasing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. They have no way of knowing all of the countries that did that, including the U.S. They had a good intention. Uh, nothing else exciting. There was some changes in the bond market that happened very quickly and recovered very quickly. We'll get to that in a minute. Other than that, it's basically good news in all the numbers, as most things have been this year. Fundamentally good news. Quick review of job losses. You've seen this before. The dark blue is 2007. The light blue, 2001. The red is what's going on right now. And the job losses were very quick. The recovery is very quick. They are rapidly returning to where they were. It's not going to take anywhere near what some of these other recessions have taken. The issue is what's going on in the hourly side of things, the low end of the hourly side of things. This is actual compensation with the inflation numbers thrown in. In a place like Denver, Austin, San Jose, Charlotte, towns like that, $15 an hour, I think that's the federal minimum in a lot of restaurants and so on and so forth, dishwashers, all those sort of jobs are there. It really isn't enough. It's not sad to say. It's not bad news. It just isn't enough, especially in a place like Denver. It needs to be more like 17. The inflation, beef, gasoline, rent, hits that hourly worker harder than anybody else. And it just isn't quite going to do it. As the wage and hour terms and compensation adjust, this is really important. It has to have a practical increase in somebody's quality of life, or it isn't doing anything at all. And that's where we are in the job market right now. If you're on salary, you're doing fine. Target, Walmart, this is where their inventory numbers were. They're anticipating a reasonably productive season. I think they're probably going to get it. They don't care what's waiting out off Long Beach, what's on the boats. They already have most of their inventory. Shortages are out there, sort of specialized, not necessarily in the retail side, more on the grocery side. And that's supply chain problems. Oil almost corrected, came out of the 80s into the 60s. A lot of that was the fear of airlines were going to stop flying and a number of other overreactions to this latest round of COVID. The red line there is the 100-day moving average. The blue is the 200-day moving average in the last year. It dropped down there. I don't think it's going to stay. In fact, as of about 10 o'clock this morning, it was back up to about 73. 
we've talked about oil a lot before, but this energy side of the economy is not going to be clear or have equitable pricing until Russia and OPEC decide to release more of their production. It was very bad timing to release oil out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. In fact, it couldn't have been worse. The market overreacted, overcorrected, and what might have helped gasoline prices, it was only going to be a little bit in the first place, had no impact at all. The equity markets kind of reacted to what was going on with this latest variant in COVID, probably an overreaction, but any excuse at all to correct a little tiny bit, they will take. This is not a correction, not anywhere near enough to be a correction. It's already starting to go the other way. There isn't anything out there in the equity markets, no real overvaluations, no change in earnings, no change in revenues, nothing like that. Nothing out there that suggests, boy, this market really needs to change its direction. Couple of questions, one about estate taxes, focused on where is the government going to get the revenue to pay for all this new debt, as the political process is not exactly gelling very well. This is probably the most obvious. The last administration increased a taxable estate to about 23 million, joint estate, 23 million, and it had some clear revenue impact. We've been collecting about 20 billion or so from estate taxes. Not a lot of money, but it's still $20 billion. That has dropped significantly. You're going to hear about estate taxes very soon as the income taxes and who's ultra rich and who's just basic rich. As that's not gelling very well, you're going to hear about this. Corporate taxes, they may have a new international idea for a treaty for corporate taxes. Maybe. Doesn't mean they can sell it. The estate tax thing is going to be an easy political football to bounce around, and they will probably drop that number from 23 million. Don't quote me on this. Uh, maybe it should be six or seven million. Finally, here is a uh, kind of a dramatic chart from Bloomberg uh, that said people running down the nest egg, suggesting that people were now out spending the savings that had gotten so good during the pandemic. You remember me preaching about personal savings rates way up. That's what this is. This is the percentage of personal savings. Well, it was way up, and now it's come way down to seven and a half. Now, I'll remind you that that's the percentage of income that people are saving. It's a fairly good number in the U.S. It doesn't mean they're spending their money. That means they're saving more accurately what they were before. A lot of people took the stimulus money and just saved it. They weren't taking trips. They saved it. They weren't eating out. They weren't doing a lot of things. They were saving it, and they saved a lot. We're just back to a normal algorithmic rate right now. You look at M2, and I know I talk about M2 a lot, and M2 is the amount of cash in checking accounts, savings accounts, and out in currency. It's coming up on $23 trillion now. The actual money people are saving is still there. They are not spending it. It is not a change in spending anything down. They're hanging on to lots of it. And boy, is there a lot of cash in the system. 
Okay, well, that's all for now. I appreciate you joining me. Remember, any questions, send them along to info at shwj.com. And I'll see you next time.